I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there, and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast. Um, now, a few months ago, I talked about the the mass killing of uh, Soviet political commissars uh, in the first months of Operation Barbarossa uh, during the um, invasion of the Soviet Union by Nazi Germany um, under the infamous uh, Commissar Order, which was um, given down to the Wehrmacht and the uh, SS to uh, execute any political officers found uh, amongst ordinary Soviet POWs. The fate of ordinary Soviet POWs was pretty bleak anyway. Most of them were dead of starvation within three or four months um, due to a a deliberate policy of uh, kind of extermination through, through starvation. But today I'm going to talk again, we're looking at Nicholas Bashman's uh, amazing book, KL, uh, History of the uh, Nazi Camps. Um, and we're looking at the uh, the fate of the commissars uh, in Sachsenhausen camp. Most of the commissars were shot uh, where they were found, uh, but some 40,000 were actually taken to the camps. And the um, the, 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 the regular... Um, concentration camp network, which existed slightly separately and pre- obviously preceded uh, the uh, the death camps, the, the Reinhard camps and Auschwitz-Birkenau. Uh, these camps um, had not initially been centres of mass killing. Prisoners, significant numbers of prisoners had died there, but they had not been designed for mass killing, they had not been, been designed for extermination. It's with the Soviet commissars that they become uh, sites of extermination. 40,000 were murdered, of which 9,000 were murdered at Sachsenhausen. Okay, so Nicholas Fashman writes, Sometime in August 1941, a group of leading camp uh, SS men came together for a secret meeting in the Sachsenhausen office of Hans Loritz, the long-serving SS commandant. Loritz and some of his men were joined by Inspector Richard Glucks, 
from the nearby IKL, and his chief of staff, Arthur Liebenschell, um, who took minutes. But all eyes were on the special guest of honour, Theodor Eich. Um, for those who listened to the podcast before, we've talked about Eich um, and his um, uh, role as the kind of uh, leading henchman of the uh, pre-war camp system, um, Heinrich Himmler's uh, favourite administrator um, outside, other than um, uh, Reinhard Heydrich. As commander of the Death's Head Division, Eich had been involved in heavy fighting during the German attack on the Soviet Union and was wounded in Latvia on the night of the July the 6th to 7th, 1941, when his car hit a mine. Recovering at his villa on the edge of the SS grounds at Oranienburg, Eich made a short trip to Sachsenhausen, where his former subordinates, who idolised him even more now that he was a decorated military commander, welcomed him with open arms. They also knew that he still had a direct line to Himmler. The Reichsführer SS regarded Eich as one of his most faithful friends and met with him twice in the, in the late summer of 1941, just as the killing of Soviet commissars in the KL was getting underway. KL obviously meaning uh, camp lager. Um, uh, concentration lager, very important. In fact, it was probably Himmler who had authorised Eich to initiate the Sachsenhausen SS. So at, at this meeting in Sachsenhausen, um, Eich basically um, announced to the, um, the waiting uh, SS uh, dignitaries that there had been a, a program announced to murder Soviet POWs. Um, the commissars, when they were taken into the camp, they weren't even registered as prisoners. It was just assumed that they would be dead in a day or two anyway. Um, Eich presented the Third Reich as a, a kind of a, a victim of some subhuman enemy, which, um, and uh, there had been no choice but to strike back in the most serious of ways. Um, the, often, the, the rhetoric of leading Nazis um, is, is presented in this way, that uh, whilst um, standing up for civilization, sometimes barbaric methods had to be employed to counter the, the, the barbaric Asiatic horde and all, all that sort of racist nonsense. Um, Eich said, uh, In retaliation for the shooting of German soldiers in Soviet captivity, the Fuhrer has approved a request by Wehrmacht High Command uh, and agreed to a retaliation action by shooting prisoners, namely commissars and supporters of the Soviet Communist Party. The words were given added weight by the reference to Hitler uh, and by the, work, the, the wounds Eich had sustained on the Eastern Front still visible to all. Of course, these um, justifications, no doubt there had been uh, troops, uh, uh, German soldiers uh, shot as prisoners um, in, uh, on the Russian Front, but these justifications were a, a, a nonsense, really. There had been uh, a long-standing plan to murder the political officers uh, of, the, of the Red Army. So after Eich uh, introduced... Uh, what he had to say. The talk then turned to how this would be done. The camp SS leaders uh, discussed various ways of mass killing, uh, trying to really outdo one another with more ingenious proposals. Now, by the time you get to the Vansay conference, when Reinhard Heydrich comes to the Vansay conference, what he um, when essentially the um, timetable and mechanisms of the Holocaust are decided, he says to um, the, uh, and Glucks was there at Bansi. Um he says to um, 
those assembled. He goes, oh, I, I know you guys have been innovating. I know you guys know what to do. And you've already been doing it. You've already been experimenting with gas. You've already been um, uh, organising things in particular ways. So now we are, I need to take everything that you know and roll it out on a, uh, a Europe-wide level. Um, the, the decision's been taken, um, but I need you, uh, your expertise, in, in essence. So these, um, uh, these moments where you have excited Nazis talking about the most efficient ways of mass killing and how to outdo one another, and they're doing that thing that Ian Kershaw talks about, this working towards the Fuhrer idea of um, trying their best to appear the most loyal, the most diligent, uh, and in, in doing so, the most bloodthirsty. Um, these are the kind of, um, I mean, hideous and horrific it is in its own right. It explains how you get to a point of uh, radicalisation of policy by uh, early 1942, when the final solution is given its its kind of uh, rubber stamp. In the end, they chose a new method which required the construction of special execution chambers, designed uh, designated Sachsenhausen block leaders to carry out their killings. It seemed that the men were uh, inducted into their tasks that day, following a round of drinks to mark the occasion. The preparation for mass murder in Sachsenhausen quickly began. Supervised by SS men, prisoners from the joinery workshop uh, turned a barn in the so-called industry yard into an execution barrack using plans supplied by Commandant Lawrence. Once it was completed, the SS men made two trial runs, murdering a small number of Soviet prisoners. Then the apparatus went into full operation. So here we we find the um, uh, the, be the beginnings of uh, a transition towards uh, mechanised mass killing. Um, mass killing in the field, uh, shooting, uh, is um, it has its uh, its drawbacks for mass murderers. It takes an immense toll on those uh, doing the killing. Uh, there is clearly, even in the most brutal of human beings, a still spark of humanity and conscience that um, torments them when they uh, murder uh, prisoners or civilians. Um, a great many turned to alcoholism, many committed suicide. Uh, there's, there's similar stories uh, amongst, uh, during Stalin's purges of uh, Stalin's murderers uh, being able to get through a night of killings uh, using uh, large amounts of vodka and then some going home and taking their own lives uh, after the, uh, the horror of what they had, they had done. Um, so, yeah, th this, here we go from battlefield killings or off-battlefield prisoner killings towards killings within, uh, you know, large mass killings within camps towards then the mechanisation of that mass killing in order to solve the problem of killing at, at a required rate. And you start to see how the infrastructure of the, the final solution is also being laid down at, at this time. And there, surely in the minds of the likes of Theodore Ike, where this will be useful when we do the Jews. Um, so the first mass transport of Soviet commissars came to Sachsenhausen on August 31st, 1941, uh, from the Hammerstein uh, POW camp. 
Theodor Eich uh, met with Himmler on, on that day, and the, the um, transport was made up of uh, 400 soldiers, mostly from uh, Bielorussia, from the Minsk area, and included a large number of Jews. Um, thousands more um, uh, Russian soldiers arrived in the coming weeks. The new prisoners were confused and scared, and they were far from home. They were often very young, on enemy soil, and didn't know what would happen to them. Um, despite how young they were, some were no more than 15. Many looked utterly exhausted and worn out. Um, they were clad in dirty and torn clothes, with trousers held up by string and soiled bandages covering their wounds. Uh, many had rags instead of, of shoes. Some of the soldiers who had been half-starved by the Nazis, some of the Soviet soldiers, when they arrived at camps like Sachsenhausen, the, the nearby residents, uh, civilians, saw them, were shocked and appalled at how they had been treated. Um, there is um, lots of evidence, and Richard J. Evans writes about this in the Third Reich at War, in a brilliant chapter called German Moralities, uh, about how actually there were plenty of German people who, whilst they had no power to influence what was happening, were, were horrified when they saw transports of Jews or Jews being deported or Soviet soldiers turning up half-starved um, and were still, in despite the brutalisation of war, capable of compassion and um, uh, guilt and remorse. There were many more, of course, who just didn't want to know. Richard J. Evans talks about the Holocaust and the other kind of barbarities of the Eastern Front being open secrets, i.e. anyone could know if they wanted to, but most German people didn't wish to. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Some guards uh, saw the um, state of the Soviet POWs as a justification uh, for what the Germans were doing. So they saw the um, the, the poverty-stricken um, and um, starved and maltreated Soviet soldiers and assumed, well, look, they are 
kind of subhuman savages. Uh, SS officers even took uh, pictures for propaganda purposes, um, which had been established as a practice in pre-war camps. Um, and few of these were later reprinted in the SS publication The Subhuman, which uh, showed readers that caricatures of human faces, uh, nightmares, it says, that have become reality. Uh, however, the, it was the uh, SS who were guilty of savagery and violence and cruelty uh, and inhumanity on, on an epic scale. The, the block leaders um, beat the prisoners and locked them uh, in bare barracks, cutting them off from the rest of the camp by barbed wire. Um, to increase their isolation, often the, the windows were painted over. After recent arrivals um, spent uh, a really hideous and uh, oppressive uh, choking time in the isolation barracks, which lasted just a few days, SS block leaders would um, call them out, uh, usually in small groups, and drive them on trucks to the execution barrack. Um, the execution barrack was shut off from the rest of the camp by a wooden fence. Um, and this was kind of similar to the, uh, the, the other actions um, uh, carried out by the, the SS. The camp uh, victims um, had no idea where they were going right until the end. They assumed they were being taken to somewhere better, but the victims went straight to their, uh, their murders. Um, inside the barrack was a large room where the SS ordered all prisoners to undress before leading the first man into an adjacent smaller room furnished like a doctor's office. It looked um, like a, a small stage set, complete with medical instruments and anatomical charts. Here the SS man, dressed in a white coat, was waiting, posing as a physician. Uh, while he, uh, he pretended to carry out a brief physical examination, he checked whether the prison had any gold fillings. Those who did were marked with a cross, uh, which was also um, borrowed from the T4 action um, uh, policy. Um, and then uh, the prisoner was taken next door to in a smaller room, which was uh, resembles a bathroom um, with shower heads in the ceiling. The SS man ordered the prisoner to stand with his back against the measuring pole fixed to the wall and a small gap in the pole allowed another SS man, hidden in an adjoining room, to aim his gun at the prisoner's neck. Once the prisoner was in place, the killer received a signal and pulled the trigger. Judging by the gaping holes in the victim's skulls, the SS used special dum-dum bullets. So once the body uh, was slumped to the floor, another, was, uh, another door opened and the capos from the crematorium commando appeared um, and dragged the corpse to the makeshift morgue in the barracks last room. Wearing rubber gloves, they ripped out gold teeth. Any prisoner who showed signs of life would finish off by an S was finished off by an SS block leader. Later, the capos threw the corpses uh, into the oven of a mobile crematoria stationed just outside the barrack. Back inside the execution chamber, the perpetrators sprayed the floors and the walls with a hose to wash away the blood, tissue and bone splinters, and the next prisoner was led in. So, some of the prisoners obviously were well aware that uh, they were going to die, um, and, but many were so oblivious to their fate because of illness and exhaustion, um, they had 
perhaps resign themselves to their fate or were perhaps kind of slightly delirious. Um, the SS couldn't keep up the pretense for, for very long. Um, the, they soundproofed the killing booths uh, and used a gramophone to play in the background while the other men were waiting. Um, the Saxon Housen SS quickly became used to this kind of assembly line mass killing uh, until the middle of November 1941 when uh, the operation was suspended because of typhus. Mass shootings took place several times a week. According to a former SS block leader, such actions lasted from early morning until late at night, with a prisoner being shot every two or three minutes. So that led to about 350 murders a day. Um, the capos worked uh, non-stop. The um, uh, prisoners who uh, were forced to um, facilitate this barbarity the um, stench of burning bodies spread across the camp and across the local Oranienburg uh, population. Um, there was uh, a lot to talk about um, behind closed doors uh, when it came to uh, the murders. and um, There was so much so that uh, some children would approach, approach SS uh, officers in the street asking when the next Russians would be burned. So one evening, when Niklas Fashman writes, in uh, mid-September 1941, after the um, murder system um, had operated for about a fortnight, the Samsonhausen SS proudly demonstrated it to two dozen SS grandees. The visitors were led through the execution barrack and watched as several Soviet POWs were shot and then thrown with great brutality on, uh, onto heaps as one of the SS officers later testified. So one of the visitors was Richard Brooks uh, and his staff who uh, who were toasted their um, killing system um, with alcohol afterwards. Another also was Ernst Gravitz, the SS Reich physician who had long been involved in Nazi mass murder. Most importantly, Theodor Eich once more came to Sachsenhausen uh, with um, uh, after a brief trip from the Eastern Front. I addressed Sachsenhausen, um, the Sachsenhausen SS men, and he cautioned to keep up the good work in his view. The grateful men sent their hero off with cheers and presents, including three cakes and a card addressed to Papa Eich. Before Eich returned to the Russian Front, he met with Himmler again. Um, and no doubt brought him up to speed with the uh, pace and scale of the POW murders at Sachsenhausen. Um, all SS leaders knew that Himmler was looking for new methods of mass extermination and he was uh, looking for innovators. Um, the daily massacres uh, in the occupied Soviet Union where Jews were lined up and shot in mass graves had revealed to um, Himmler that not all Nazi killers could stomach uh, mass murder um, and that um, something had to be done to deal with the burnout of um, uh, killers. In addition to that, uh, in the 
autumn, the summer and autumn of uh, 1941, it was abundantly clear that the original plan for a conquest of the Soviet Union in six weeks was not going to be fulfilled, and that the, um, as Timothy Snyder put it, uh, the fantasies of Hitler crumbled on first contact with reality. Um, the Soviet armies were not in their entirety um, encircled and, and destroyed. Uh, a hunger plan was not um, uh, possible, though they gave it a good go. Um, and so the fate of the Jews, which was in Hitler's eyes, to be something to be settled uh, in uh, much the same way as, as, as it transpired, after the war, suddenly that shoots up the agenda. No longer is this going to be done once the Soviet Union has been conquered and once the Western Allies have been defeated, but it must be dealt with during the war. Um, or new priorities um, are, uh, emerge in late 1941, early 1942. The war no longer is a, uh, a, a war uh, likely to be a successful war of conquest. Uh, instead, or at least a speedy successful war conflict uh, conquest, instead it's going to be a long drawn out affair, and is Hitler's view that um, the Jews, the enemy within, must be uh, exterminated during the war. And so the likes of um, uh, Himmler were looking to please their boss. Uh, and find the methods with which to do this. And what I had to tell him was of no doubt a great interest. Um, Himmler believed that he could find humane methods of extermination. Um, the kind of gassing appealed to him in, in a number of ways. Um, of course, what he meant was humane for the murderers. Um, uh, uh, Grabitz, um, who had been the, the, the Reich physician uh, involved in mass killing, and Theodor Eich, um, both reported to him that, that the Sachsenhausen method, which um, was uh, useful in a number of ways in their eyes, uh, could be more useful than mass shooting. Um, after all, uh, the killers didn't have to look their victims in the eyes when they pulled the trigger. Um, and also, they didn't have to look their victims in the eyes when they placed them in a, a, a room and used poison gas. Um, most of the victims went to their deaths without protest or panic. And that in itself is a, a key feature of, of the, the Holocaust, the ability to guide large numbers of civilians um, through a complex route across Europe in many cases to a destination where they're murdered on arrival uh, and without uh, protest or panic and without um, forcing uh, the, their uh, murderers into the position of, uh, of having to uh, look them in the eyes when they, uh, when, when they killed them. So all sorts of interesting um, uh, interesting kind of uh, aspects of the the, the uh, I think it's what Hans Momsen calls the uh, the, the the jagged road uh, to the Holocaust. There. So thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. All the best. Bye bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 